0: Welcome to the League, Exploring the League of Legends Lore from A to Z. My name is Rebecca.
1: And I'm John. My name is Mark.
0: And today we're talking about the hallowed seamstress Gwen, who was released April 15th, 2021. Are you Uh, she's not the newest champ as of today, but the newest one we've ever done. Yeah, yeah. Wild.
2: Yeah.
1: It is wild.
0: Yeah. I hate her so much. Yeah.
2: Are we talking? Are we talking gameplay Every, or lore? All just of it—the whole package. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah.
0: No, the lore is fine, but I think I was immediately disappointed because I heard on Twitter I saw that they were like announcing like a doll come to life champion, and I was stoked, and that it was just another cute blue-haired anime girl. Really big disappointment there.
1: Yeah, we're we're kind of very much in the throes of this. You remember Dude-pocalypse, where like, it was like Darius, and then like, four other juggernauts got released as new <laughs> champions? Yeah. We're kind of in a weird state like that, where the, a lot of the champion releases. I mean, a- Action Auction is just I was like, ugh, man, just another one, right? And this long line of very pretty human champions. Very,
0: yeah. I've heard that Riot says that monsters or unattractive champions don't sell as well. I don't, I don't know. I don't have the numbers here. I can't say anything. But all I know is that the newest releases are always pretty busted. So maybe just make them busted, and people will buy them.
1: That's true. That's all it takes. <laughs> you just double up. Why not? Right? But.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I guess I was expecting like a like my favorite Oriana skin, that like uh, the ragdoll one or whatever it's called. I love that Oriana skin. I was hoping for something like that, like kind of creepy.
2: And I do know that that was. One of the big reasons they opted against m- leaning more into the doll thing. Who,
0: what you was can to distinguish avoid, them. Uh,
2: the comparisons to the Oriana kind of living doll. Oh, that's stereotype.
0: Both. So, see, so, but you can just make her a cute little she fucking can be lady.
2: League of Legends' first cute, attractive lady w- champion in a dress.
0: Right? Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. with her back bent like sh- fucking sh- someone stabbed her. <laughs>
1: You know, I think I would be more willing to go along with that if her lore was really compelling, and it was like we have yeah. a really unique character that we need that needs to be this to convey it. Mm-hmm. But it's not, and I, I don't. You know, I was thinking about yeah. this because I, I I had seen that before that sort of explanation, and I think to me, and I, you know, Rebecca, you play a ton of Oriana, so you can tell me if this rings true. A lot of what sells Oriana as a a doll type is more the animation in the way that she moves and mm-hmm. I would say also her VO things that I don't think yeah, there would have been as VO. much overlap on yeah with Gwen
0: Yeah
2: absolutely Especially given the very different personality types between oh yeah 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 the and they
0: have different weapons, so they wouldn't you would you wouldn't confuse them in game. I, I I assume she would move a little bit more like Tibbers, who's like a stuffed animal. That's how I was kind of imagining it. She was kind of a floppy doll come to life, mm. <laughs> you know, not a robot. I don't know.
1: Yeah, there there there's there's enough room for two dolls. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We could have two dolls in League. Give us our doll. <laughs> it's just an Oriana skin, even. It's just one skin. And it's like not even one that's played very much. Sorry, we don't have a lot to talk about, so let's just get the bitching out of the way now. Oh, I wanted to be say more that. Bitching. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say maybe let's begin the bitching now. So on the right universe page, there is a bio and a short story. There's also uh, something called the Roots of Ruin, which kind of just seems to be like a graph connecting all of the Edge Lords involved in the Ruination. Because <laughs> almost
2: all the Edge, it's leaving out the most <laughs> important Edge that's part of the Ruination event. What? Which is what is likely to be the next champion. Oh, oh! Is he edgy? I would say my, my favorite, my favorite edge lord.
1: Oh, hold on, maybe the, the Yordle.
2: Oh, oh the Yordle! Vex.
1: Oh.
0: I wouldn't argue that Vex is the most. I would think Viego was kind of the most important edge lord in the Ruination, but
2: maybe the most important, <laughs> but not the best edge lord.
0: No, that's true. I'm. Vex is the only parts of the Ruination events right now going on in the client that I've enjoyed in any way. She's made me laugh. I'm really excited for a goth. Like she's like me when I was 15 as a yordle, <laughs> and I'm really excited to play that.
3: <laughs>
2: but let's not skip over the most important segment. Oh, who has quotes prepared?
0: I don't. I've never heard her in my life. But you two do.
1: Uh, sure. Yeah. I chose.
2: Uh, I chose one based in
1: irony.
0: Okay. I hope you both pick okay. the
1: same.
2: quote. <laughs> God, that'd be wild. All right. Now I want she you to go first. Pun. All right. Hit, hit me with it.
1: Sure. Still can't believe I get to move my hands and feet all on my own.
2: Okay, okay, we don't have the same one this time.
0: Okay. The black mist won't hurt anyone, I promise. Oh, fuck, she fucked that up.
2: Yeah, you really fucked that one up, Gwen.
0: (laughs) Alright, well now that hearing your impressions, I feel like I could very easily do an impression. I used to be a doll and now I'm not. Hooray! (laughs) Was that good? Yeah, that's actually perfect. pretty good. Hell Is yeah. that an
2: actual quote or did you did No, you just I just say made that it up. Shit?
0: <laughs> I figured that was some dumb shit one would say. That would
2: be on brand.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Why does she have this posh accent? No one else from the area does.
2: Cuz you know, stuff and right, stuff and stuff.
0: I think they're pretty inconsistent with accents, I guess, in accents, like regions, right? They don't care. Regional accents
2: are yeah. inconsistent. They don't give a shit. Yeah. Sure. yeah.
0: Yeah. I guess I get it.
2: The accents seem to mirror like the last names more than the regions.
1: <laughs> She's got no last name. She's just Gwen. What do we Uh yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: Gwen Potter.
1: <laughs> I mean, then
2: you then you give her the name that all the musicians with one, with one name have. All those all right. posh do, British right, musicians like share, Bono.
0: Do a share impression for us, John. <laughs> anyway um so the bio <laughs> i honestly i have zero i've gone through every single note that i've had so far on gwen already because that's how prepared i am this week it's i'm tired i have a lot of notes oh hell yeah all right
2: not specifically maybe about the story though okay. so if did, did someone want to take us through the story and i then, thought
0: we we're gonna do the oh i mean we. yeah the should, bio okay sorry the the,
3: the story, story
1: of, of bio. the bio
0: the story of the bio
1: story okay. of the bio i do have story bio? beat okay. notes <laughs> but we could just sit here and sing it to each other, I suppose.
0: <laughs> all right. Sing me the bio, John.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, summary. What was it? So Gwyn, sure. like we all know was a doll before she was, she got a, a doll before you can run. Um, I don't know. She's, she's a doll. Like they say, <laughs> you no. got
0: a doll before you can run.
1: Uh, oh man. Uh, She's a doll. She's a doll for about a thousand years. Uh, you know, she was created by Sold, who is the big, like, person. That's the person that Viego's kind of gone crazy and is trying to find. And that's the whole cause of, like, that's what drives all the Ruination crap. So she's got a very <laughs> strong connection to Sold. She was still a doll. I don't know how exactly that works. But, you know, eventually, after some millennia pass, you know, she just wakes up on the beach alive. And she's turned to a living girl. She finds the tools, uh, like, assaults, like, um, so seamstress, whatever, the the tools used to make her, and then all of a sudden, she gets attacked by some some black mist and its wraiths, and she turns the tools into spectral, like, scissors, scissors, geez, Um, (laughs) and during the fight, she kind of remembers Viego and kind of what's happened a bit more, because her memory is she's got that, she's got video game protagonist amnesia, so she doesn't know what's going on, (laughs) really, and she feels... she even got
2: the blue hair.
1: Uh, yeah, and her
2: hometown got destroyed oh right. shit
1: <laughs> this could be a really good kingdom hearts right like let's say that I suppose I don't know
0: you just you just said the words really good kingdom hearts together Mark. <laughs> right you.
1: jumbo I'm shrimp sorry, but anyway um, and then the other big to do I guess is that she kind of feels a part of his soul's soul inside her and so she recognizes that she's still kind of there even though she's kind of also dead or undead or something like that and she resolves to stop the black mist. To, you know, to not much success, I guess. She's gonna get it.
0: I guess she kind of is helping. I wouldn't even say. I mean, we could use this episode also to bitch about the ruination event going on on the client. Because we, every time we like are in game and like playing together, at some point we'll all go quiet, and I'll just hear us furiously clicking <laughs> through like the story, and then occasionally we'll be like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> yeah. I've so... started skipping. <laughs> I feel really bad, but they're not. It's not interesting. And Gwen's whole role in this thing, she's supposed to be a pretty big deal, I assume. But she's just standing there, like, "Yes, let's do it. Oh, cool! Hooray!" I'll she's make the your team's clothes.
2: hairdresser and seamstress. <laughs> <Right>? She brings <laughs> this team together. Otherwise, I mean... they would be color clashing left and right. Oh, it'd be a disaster. Oh my God! Sure. They've
0: been prepping for this thing for so long, and it's like so it feels so slapped together right
3: i don't know it does
1: it's very strange there have been a lot of good breakdowns of various posts on the subreddit kind of explaining a lot of the problems there's like there's something we could go into it is a good question i guess caveat i guess is that like who knows how much (laughs) their plans got fucked right like ruined king was supposed to have been out by now but i mean don't get me wrong that doesn't like you still got to stick the landing right it's just (laughs) (laughs) grain of salt i suppose
2: Yeah. And I think, yeah, like having, you know, having been part of it on the inside, like big events like this too, it's not like one team doing it. It's like a collaboration or I'm putting this in air quotes. It is a collaboration (laughs) between like over a dozen teams, um, some of which are usually better at communicating than others. Mm -hmm. Um, So you do often end up with situations like this where, there's big kind of disconnects between the quality of one part of the event and the quality of another part. <laughs> but
3: you know.
2: yeah, I agree. I have not been super enjoying the lore, especially because the 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 main storyline of the Ruination. And honestly, we should probably just do a Ruination episode. But we've, just we've real quick, it, like yeah. um, the storyline seems like it's probably canon. Like this is stuff that's actually happening in the the real Rune Terra Prime universe. But the individual interactions that the characters are having within this event do not seem canon at all. They're, like, out of character and weird, and people are places they shouldn't be, and <laughs> it's, it's very weird. Um, and, yeah, the fact that you are a character in it, which... Let's be honest. We know that our decisions don't matter. No. We're going to get the same <laughs> resulting story what? prompt at the end.
1: Either way. <laughs> totally, Santa's not fucking real next, man. What's up? Uh, <laughs> uh, this
0: isn't a Mass Effect game. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: But,
2: you know, whatever. I have I have thoughts about the bio. Oh, okay. Please yeah, go yeah, for to sure. it. So. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of magic hand waving here. Ooh, I have that exact <laughs> same note. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> I,
1: yeah, like word for fucking word. Yes. Yeah. Um, what's
0: what's really great about all this is we cannot at any point use the excuse it's some old lore. It I doesn't know. really get love right now. This is fucking brand new, and she was created as part of a massive event that they're rolling out now.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Honestly, like. I am fine with magic hand waving. Oh, it's yeah. all right, like whatever. But if if you're okay saying like she was a doll and now she's human, obviously because of things and stuff. Why can't you just make Mundo's skin purple without needing to tell us why?
3: <laughs> Leave Mundo alone.
1: Shit. That's but, making me more uh, upset thinking about it from that in that way. All right.
2: But like, you know, some some questions I have. Obviously the whole turning into a, a human thing had something to do with Isolde's consciousness being put in her body, probably. Well um,
0: part of it. She's like a whore now, right?
2: Yeah. Is <laughs> what yeah. I'm getting. <laughs> because like I think Sena has crooks. a piece of... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but that being said, uh she clearly had consciousness yes. before. Mm-hmm. She was she yeah. had memories mm-hmm. as a doll. Yeah.
0: Why? why? Yes. What? How? Is it all toy? Is it like Toy Story? Is it in everything <sighs> that
2: Sold makes? Because if so, where's the Sold the Toymaker champion? I'm going to need that shit if she just <laughs> throws consciousness
1: into oh. every doll she makes.
0: That'd be a good Actually, that champ. sounds,
1: yeah. Kind of like a Heimer-like almost. Yeah, yeah she
0: throws out different <laughs> toys. Right? Old York. And, yeah. Ooh.
3: Oh.
2: <laughs> um, and why did she lie dormant? for centuries before Awakening. Now, I know that, like, I I actually, like, looked into this to try and figure it out because I know that it had something to do with probably when Viego awakened, like, maybe she did too. Um, and Viego was more, like, seemed to coincide more when Senna got pulled out of the lantern and had mm-hmm. bits of Bee sold in her and all that good stuff. But when, like, in one of the cinematics for Gwen, when... Sold dies kind of um you see her split into a bunch of little rays of light which in um one of those little rays of light kind of shoots into gwen as a doll later in the cinematic mm. um but it, it's and then she like turns into a person but she didn't turn into a person when Isol died. She turned into a person like a thousand years after Isol
1: died. And
0: what would have happened if she hadn't washed up on the beach? She was still just in the ocean when she was she awake awakened. Would she just have drowned.
1: <laughs> just just picture that crap. that anime girl just floating there in the ocean. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Man, we could we, we could have almost gotten a zombie anime girl. Is this Jamie? Oh champion?
3: god, Actually, that, that would have been, been cool really good. Up. That
1: would have been it. You know what it is that would that would have been the twist. That would have been the way to put that, mm. that third heat on her, right? And make her interesting. I don't know. Mm.
2: Another question I had, and she has this question herself in her lore, how long is this going to last? If we combine all the pieces of Sold soul, does she go back into being a doll again? Because a lot of her VO and character is, I'm going to live up life while I can because who knows how long this gift will last mm-hmm. but we don't really know the rules of how long the gift will last maybe the soul will be pulled out and she'll be a doll maybe it'll be pulled out and she'll be fine we don't have the same stakes that we had with um uh Galio where we know exactly at mm-hmm. what point mm-hmm. he's gonna stop being a person and he's got to live his shit up too before he becomes a statue for another millennium like we have no idea what the stakes of
0: and <laughs> her I, life and I would be okay with that if I thought we were going to get more answers after the ruination event, but I don't think we are.
1: Yeah, I'm not that's it. that's kind of the feeling I got. Was at least some of these things, I think, specifically around the mechanisms through her coming to life, will probably get fully unveiled when we get whatever the full clear picture is in terms of these these esold shards that are floating around, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, which might in turn also answer your question around. What, what are the rules essentially around like how she's alive and, and when does that end we might get those yeah. answers but um, still it leaves it in a really weak spot it feels like
2: yeah because you're obviously not gonna you're not gonna gangplank us at the end of the event if the soul pulls out you're not gonna just delete Gwen from the game because Please oh she's a doll do again it
0: though. <laughs> that would be great
1: <laughs> uh, how would also, you feel I was ahead. just gonna say, how would you feel about the idea of a character being canonically like dead, dead, not coming back but still in the game? I wouldn't mind. Would that be confusing for like people just it trying to understand what's going on?
2: It wouldn't be confusing, but like I think the ship has sailed on that one. I mm. think they have tried too hard to connect the lore in in a in in kind of a way that makes sense that I, I don't know if they can just kill a character off anymore. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, I'm just curious. Just a thought.
2: I had another question too, mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is more about Isolde, sold, I guess. This 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 is more. Uh, I don't know, I'm just kind of throwing a little shade at Isolde. sold. Um, mm-hmm. in the cinematic, it kind of looks like I don't know how old she was when she made Gwen. The cinematic kind of makes it seem like she was. At least in her early late teens, is that is that fair? Uh, Especially yeah, because think, she got. Yeah, I was gonna say
1: early twenties even. Yeah, she certainly looks like a a maybe a young woman at at yes. youngest.
2: Now. <laughs> I know what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> I don't.
2: Gwen talks about how in her memories. Isold used to take her under the kitchen table, and they would play oh, war and yeah. pretend that she was a. Uh, how fucking old was she when she was
0: doing? Oh, this? that's really funny. Yeah, because based on the bio, you think that Isold made her when she was like nine or ten, maybe? You'd at the think oldest. So, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's. I really I- enjoy picturing a 22 year old playing with her doll under the kitchen table. Someday I'll be a princess.
1: <laughs> Everyone around me goes like, "Oh no, no, hit this, no, uh, <laughs> this no." <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's a little weird. It's a little weird. I think that's just maybe a little. A little that's probably just like, talking about miscommunication. That was probably a miscommunication yeah. between these mm-hmm. two pieces, right?
2: Like we said, 12 different teams trying to put this shit together. Yeah, no one email! <laughs> no, one t- no one told the cinematic team that, <laughs> that she, after she built this toy, she was going to play under it like a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> play at the table with it like a toddler. <laughs> <laughs>
3: shit.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, and this isn't a note about the bio specifically, just a little, I guess, just a little fun bit that that came up as... Gwen yields hallowed mist and Viego controls black mist and Senna controls a fun combination of the two Neat. neither hallowed nor black oh
1: mm. I didn't know yeah, the Senna so, thing
2: you know yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> alright who wants to jump into The Stranger Who Sows
1: sure I-, I can do this one as well it's the, uh, the actuals are short uh it's by Michael Luo just um, a name we've seen a few times now. Uh, Gwen has kind of left the Shadow Isles where she woke up, and she has tracked the Black Mist out to the quote unquote Western Continent, which I guess I assume just means like Valoran, probably. Who knows? Uh, mm. She sees a pair of like kids and they're playing with dolls outside their home, and then the, the the you know the mist shows up and it's full of wraiths, and she fights off the wraiths and saves the kids, and their mother comes out and thanks them, and Gwen you know just is like oh she appreciates or is, is you know warned by seeing the love that the mother and children share and fixes their dolls that got broken up in the scuffle and she moves on it's mostly it right yeah, yeah.
0: there was one thing I liked about this and that it was that there were just some boys playing with dolls and there was no comment on that that was nice <laughs>
2: yeah Can, so you mentioned that we've we've seen this name a few other times what other do you happen to know off the top of your head I think. What else he did? I don't know. I
1: want to say he did some of the Akali stuff because we saw him. We saw him really recently on something else too. I can't remember what it is off the top of my head, but. Gotcha.
2: um, Okay. I'm willing to say. Not remembering necessarily what his other stories were. This wasn't his best. Yeah, there were a lot of. I don't know if I'd call them tonal inconsistencies, but there was a bunch of things in this that stuck out to me as being weird or out of place, which doesn't happen a whole lot because like, you know, I usually just like reach it and enjoy it and whatever. (laughs) It's like if something like sticks out it's it's weird to me.
0: Well, I'd like to hear an example now. I wasn't like fully invested when I was reading this so I can't um, think of an example really of what you're... I mean... It's a very short story as well so...
1: Yeah, I thought the dialogue was kind of like all the dialogue instances to me felt kind of weird or i don't know if it's just weird or hokey the way i I, okay hit some examples maybe this will help illuminate it the one thing
0: i'm thinking of now is there's some dialogue exchange with the mom at the end that i didn't understand
1: yeah probably wrote that down
0: okay
1: so i'm gonna
2: start i'll start at the beginning (laughs) their contorted claw they're already fucked up Their contorted hands claw for life under the weight of piercing screams. The boys drop their toys and run. Gwen cannot bear to hear their cries. Not those of the Black Mist. That she's heard many times, but of the children. Like, if you... I feel like if you have to write your story in a way that you have to specify who you're referring to in your own sentence, it strikes me as very anime over explaining. (laughs) Um, Like... (laughs) i i i did not like it
0: oh that didn't stand out to me i don't know
1: interesting like
2: like oh she couldn't bear to hear their screams not these screams just to clarify it was these other screams that she couldn't bear to hear yeah i think the delivery
1: of it is kind of awkward maybe um i understand the idea of what what's being communicated but
2: yeah yeah I feel like all you had to do was describe the sounds that the wraiths were making in literally any word but scream, and that clarification wouldn't have been necessary.
1: Hmm. I mean, I guess you could say maybe it's trying to also inform us about you know, Gwen not feeling any trepidation, let's say, around fighting the mist, but I think that's communicated mm. in the way she's acting already, which is all itself a little it kind of seems almost conflict with some of her inner monologue because she seems very pained and affected by like just the mist approaching it talks about this feeling of like just feeling pain and like that's the first thing is she feels it approaching but then she's like taunting the wraiths she's like haha you were were you scared to come fight me and she's fighting them in her own mist and she's like laughing as she's in 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 like a very genuine like oh i'm having a good time kind of way which seems to run contrary to what like, how serious we're supposed to be taking this threat to these kids. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's more of a problem than this this one line. I don't know. This line didn't stand out to me, John. I think, if anything, it's um, trying to kind of punch in the idea that, you know, how much screaming is happening. <laughs> this combination <laughs> of really the children <laughs> and the, you know, these kind of... I guess piercing whales of darkness or whatever the hell the black mist does.
2: God, I feel like there's so many better ways to. I don't do know, that.
0: this did, this didn't bother me. I was fine with this. I hated it. Okay.
2: <laughs> uh, well, you're spe- the writer here. <laughs> speaking of Gwen's protective fog, uh, there's a line that said, soon, Gwen is shrouded by a protective fog. <laughs> um, but was she? Because they then go on to say that the Wraiths just fucking walk into it. Exactly what protection is it offering? I feel like it's clearly an an attempt to meld like gameplay into the story. But if you want to do that, you should really have one of the Wraiths trying to hit you with some sort of projectile attack that the Shroud protected you from. (laughs) Because as is, they just fucking walk into it and keep attacking. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's almost like it's just the... Men- it's almost like she's she's like bluffing them out, right? The way it's portrayed <laughs> that, oh, they're kind of scared to go in and one is brave enough to go in. But it seems like if they all just went in there, yeah, what's the mechanical difference, right, of that fog being there exactly?
3: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: Uh, so one of the two dialogue things with the mom. We'll go with the first one. <laughs> My darlings, I'm so glad you're safe, she says, tears flowing down her face. Excuse me, miss, Gwen says politely. <laughs> Who are you? Oh, you'll have to forgive me, the woman replies. Where are my manners? She wipes her eyes, sees Gwen in full for the first time, and hesitates. Um, so was the mother not watching her fight
0: the yes. Shroud this, of Monsters? this sucked me up a lot. I had to reread it a couple of times because <sighs> I thought the mom was going to introduce herself. They also kind of almost built it up that the mom was going to be someone important or something. And I was like... Oh, I don't even know who she is. And then the kid just says, "She's my mom." Duh. Afterwards, and, and that I
2: have also asked something that I hated.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also. No dirt. But yeah, and what is making her hesitate about Gwen? I guess like, sure, if I saw a Gwen IRL, that would freak me out. Bitch, you're in Terra.
2: Also, Gwen's like,
0: not the weirdest thing walking around.
2: <laughs> yeah, the way it's portrayed <laughs> is almost like the mom had no idea what was going on outside but she clearly did because she came out crying knowing that her kids were in danger so if she knew her kids were in danger she clearly saw what was going on and saw this giant blue haired lady with the giant scissors (laughs) so how was it a surprise to her like oh wait a minute you're a giant blue haired lady with scissors yeah and yeah yeah, the duh how is this kid in the right headspace to throw sass at fucking Gwen after almost being
1: destroyed by these wraiths Mm-hmm. And see her so expertly handle it, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And
0: it's just, they, they just be scared. And that almost felt like an instance where someone was writing a kid and they they they've met or, never met a child ever right. in their lives. They saw one decon <laughs> 20 years ago. <laughs> writing children is really, really difficult, and you can, like, seriously tell when someone hasn't been around children very much. Mm-hmm.
1: I think maybe these are yeah. the these are the things that was causing a lot. Of, like I said, the dialogue in particular was what felt very awkward to me, stilted. Maybe um, yeah. I'm also. I feel like I just don't really. Maybe I'm. I feel as though I'm missing the point of what is the this discussion around because she has a little back and forth with the mom around. Oh, there yeah. you do have a magic love, Ugh. and uh, I, is it just supposed to be like I, I don't know? Is it that she sees sold as like a mother figure, and that's what? she's supposed to be feeling in that moment is i, I
2: who
0: knows
1: it's it's yeah. a little uh unclear
2: i yeah i wrote down that bit too oh yeah M- magic what magic a boy asks well i'm not entirely sure gwen thinks aloud but the person who had that magic was my <laughs> maker you see and the sacrifices she made came from a very special place a joyful loving place gwen turns to the woman your mother might know the woman's <laughs> The woman and her children stare back at Gwen confused. Yeah, Yeah, I get it, woman and her children. (laughs) I'm confused too. Yeah, That's is how she I, implying yes. that all love comes with the ability to bring dolls to life, which it seems like she was kind of implying here? Which clearly the mother's love wasn't good enough. I for I
0: rarely hear this tone come from John. You sound like you're in a frustrating meeting at work. It's really funny. When you, sometimes I'll be in the other room and I'll hear this tone come from John, and I'm like, oh god, what's going on? Someone fucked up at work.
1: These motherfuckers <laughs> been talking about love for thirty minutes. It's five o'clock on a Friday.
0: <laughs> he really didn't like this story. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: no,
1: I, I I totally get that. It's weird. I think, like you said, that reaction is yeah, what the audience is feeling, where it's like, I don't. What are what are we talking about right now? What is what yeah. am I what am I supposed what am I supposed to be feeling and reacting to in this? I think that's the biggest question. Where I feel confused more than anything. Oh.
0: Yeah, it's a really pointless story.
2: I really want, like, I'm really curious if someone gave him, like, a debrief, like, oh, this is, we're going to release all this shit. It's going to be all about the power of love and all this stuff. We need you to write a short story that really highlights that. So then he did. And they are like, psych, we canceled all that other shit. Now you're going to look dumb.
1: (laughs) I mean, I don't know.
0: <clears throat> it's hard to write something about something that like corny and cliche in general. She's like the power of love saves all. Like that's whew, that gets rough. Um, so you got to do it. You got to do it in a way that's more compelling than this,
2: especially because whew, what a buck wild message to be giving in the middle of the fucking ruination event where <laughs> oh Diego is just destroying Diego. the world in the name of love.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, Shit. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shit, you're right. <laughs>
1: She's really not good at stopping the black mist, okay?
0: <laughs> the message should really be hatred, we'll see.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Love. Within reason. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I you know what? I just think that maybe if that was the idea you wanted to come across with. Maybe taking Gwen away from being so much of the focus and having the mom do a little something else. Instead of feeling as though she's just waiting off, you know, stage right for when like her scene comes. It's like, "Oh, maybe she's protecting the kids or maybe she stops yeah. like a Wraith yeah. and, and it's like, "I don't even know. I don't know shit about magic." And it's like, "Well, you've got something, right?"
0: Oh. Something yeah, anything, that, right? That would be good. The mom like trying to fight
1: yeah, just as viciously
0: but with her you know her hands she doesn't have magic scissors
1: Yeah, and a that
0: shroud ch- that stops every projectile it's <laughs> stupid as bullshit please take it out of the and game. you can
1: move it once just in case she gets <laughs> oh my wild God, and it gives did. you bonus MR and, and armor and, and just, you know, all that good shit right
0: uh, can you tell I play Lux <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah anyway.
1: uh, so what does she mean when she says that Isolde's you know gifts were given like there she mentions like sacrifice with things a soul did. Is that just I think parts of that story I don't know. Cause it seems to be to me that she didn't really sacrifice a lot when it came to Yugwin. I mean maybe her dignity when she was playing, you know, under the table at twenty five, <laughs> but beyond that
3: <laughs>
1: I don't know. Uh, or she's speaking more broadly. Know.
0: She yeah. took a she took a dagger for Viego, right?
2: She didn't do that.
0: Did she like Diego? We I, mean, I don't really know much about their whole story. It
2: seems like she probably did. Okay. There's kind yeah. of like a either a she wasn't as into him as he was into her vibe, sure. or like yeah. or like just maybe over time mm. th- things weren't as happy as they were. But like yeah, she did seem to dig him.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, that's a good that's a good thing we should discuss on a ruination episode, right? Because <laughs> that could that uh, would help you uh, yeah.
3: I
2: don't
1: know mm. Yeah so those
2: are my thoughts about the story
0: uh, Yeah tell us how you really feel John <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Yeah I wasn't a fan either uh,
2: Now she has a bunch of Quotes um, And the the quotes She has a lot of quotes from people that are tied To the ruination which makes a lot of sense And then out of nowhere she just has these fucking quotes towards Seraphine that are so goddamn catty.
3: Why? Mm. Uh,
0: they just had to throw some girl hate in there for no reason.
1: Yeah, people uh,
0: already hate Seraphine. I think too that's much. why. Take a I think yeah, that people like,
1: don't like Seraphine, so they're like, I think it.
0: They thought it'd be fun. Wow, well, that's shit. The
1: meme dog care. so out of character.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's not a Gwen thing.
2: A stage, a voice—is that really all you are? what the fuck and then when she kills her a pretty voice seraphine what a shame that's all you were
0: jesus
2: i think it's especially funny because like clearly it was like all right maybe we fucked up with the the seraphine story people Uh didn't like it but having this taunt come from (laughs) gwen of all people like It clearly felt like, all right, we fucked up with Serafine, but Gwen, goddamn home run. She's going to be the one to deliver this death blow to (laughs) Serafine.
1: Man. Oof. (laughs) That's a big oof right there, man.
0: That's a really big oof riot. What the hell, man?
1: Uh, I don't know. I didn't didn't care for Gwen's video that much either. Not like the, the voice work. The voice work. Is fine. I just think that um, you know she hits. You mentioned Galio earlier, and that's kind of the thing is that her story, in terms of what her what her like personality is, hits a lot of the same things. But Galio sells it like a hundred times more, right? I believe Galio's excited when he's talking through his quotes. This a lot of it misses for me. I guess I would say.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel you. Galio stands out a lot more too. Gwen didn't feel special or original or particularly interesting. And I was trying to separate it from Viego and the Ruination because in general, it's just not my kind of story, and that's fine. But I can get down with like a doll who was so loved in creation that she came alive, but it didn't I didn't feel that at any point. I just didn't feel it. I don't know.
2: Yeah. I feel like all the pieces together were kind of like a resounding
1: meh for me.
0: Resounding yeah, <laughs> meh, yeah? yeah.
1: That's yeah, that's a pretty that's a pretty yeah. accurate description, I have to say.
0: The meh seamstress Gwen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man.
1: Oh,
2: meh lady. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I the couch for you tonight, John? Yes, it, it. the couch <laughs>
2: Now, Gwen has a couple cinematics to go along with her too. One of them is, one of them's canon. It's basically a cinematic that answers no additional questions about <laughs> Gwen or how she came to be other than she was hit by a blast of magic light ye sold powers underwater at some point. Cool, cool. Dope. Uh, but, she's much more important, she's also part of the exploration cinematic. <laughs> now this was part of the space groove skin line and uh not only should you watch this cinematic you should watch it high
0: <laughs> do it okay i mean i think you can love it consume stone sober cannabis responsibly uh,
2: you can watch it sober too he
1: said high on life right let's be clear <laughs> uh,
2: uh, so yeah, I, uh, unless people have some, some last Gwen thoughts, I can throw us into some AUs. And when I say some AUs, I mean one, she has yeah. one skin.
1: Um, voice actress is Abby Trot. just to, you know, get that credit out there. And, um. No shade to cor- you, Abby. Your no, voice no, no. was
0: great. It's just, it wasn't
1: a... <laughs> yeah, I think it's 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 certainly the writing is what I'm trying to complain about when yeah, it says, yeah, like, yeah. she <laughs> doesn't she doesn't sell me. It's just that the, the lines mm-hmm. don't... There's not, like... Gwen feels very muddled, I think, in terms of her personality. Yeah. And she doesn't have as strong of... Nearly as strong of a thrust as, like, a Galio does. Um, and the lore doesn't help fill her out. So, yeah.
0: All right, That's give it. us that space groove
1: all right so
2: if you have ever played space channel 5 on the sega this is the skin line basically based on what? that yeah <laughs> i didn't, I, know like...
0: that. I, didn't I, I didn't have a sega we were mm. nintendo people mm.
2: uh so the this lore in a groovy galaxy a million disco infernos away a mysterious energy known only as the Groove brings music and prosperity to trillions of galactic <gasps> citizens. But when the alien overlord Lysandra and her army of harsh vibes begin <laughs> to enslave planets and suppress disco music, a new age of heroes rises to stop her and keep the party grooving. Uh, each champion in the skin line, by the way, has a kind of like a pet familiar, kind of like the uh, Star Guardian ones. Uh, but they're called boogies. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh. I didn't realize that.
2: Yeah. Um, most of them have names. Gwen's actually one of the only ones without a name.
0: Oh. Hmm. Uh,
2: yeah. Also, Lissandra Lysand- is the main antagonist of this entire storyline. Does not have a space group. I sk- was
0: just thinking no. that. I'm like, wait, Lassandra yeah. does she have a space crew? Is that going to come out in the future? Uh, I hopefully. hope so. Because that'd be a really yeah, unique yeah. skin for her. I feel like Lissandra has really similar skins, you know, but yeah, like a funky. You need a goofy Lasandra. Yeah, skin. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be great.
1: Yeah, agreed.
0: Imagine that, ha, coming out of her with the Space Groove skin.
1: Ha. <laughs> 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 Shit.
2: So uh, Space Groove, Gwen. It was pretty far out when Gwen applied to be Lux and Samir's quartermaster. After all, no one else did cheerfully sewing good vibes into great clothes she amplifies disco energy through her nifty threads though she's new to this whole galactic hero gig one thing's for sure no way gwen's gonna let her friends liberate the galaxy in less than stellar outfits
0: nice
1: yeah you know what this makes me want from riot from their like riot forge publishing little group is i want a rhythm game Kind of like, a, oh, think like Crypt of the yeah. Necro dancer, something that's not just like a oh. DDR thing. And then think of all the worlds like like they have all these AUs they can leverage for this. This fucking pentakill. Oh man, you could do so much shit with that. Oh, Riot, please.
2: Of I do need ride it. If- yeah, I, I want it to. I want it to be slightly different than Crypt of the Necrodancer because I yeah. really suck at that game.
1: <laughs> Just something like that, right? Something that takes a rhythm game and puts it in a weird like genre or something. Just something to make it, you know, yeah. nice and interesting. I really
0: liked Stepmania back in the day, mm. but this would be the first. Like, I think the only other non-League Riot game that I would play. I haven't played any of the others. So I haven't been interested. Mm.
2: <laughs> um. So, I have just a handful of fun facts about Gwen. Nice. She is the uh, second heterochromatic champion to be released after Zoe. So, she has two different color eyes.
3: Oh. Mm. Hmm.
2: Yeah. Her dance goes along to the song Pon 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 by uh, Kierry Pomu Pamyu. In case
1: you want to. Assuming
0: that's a K pop star. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Man. I feel like it's been a minute. Maybe I just don't know all of the new champion dances. But I know that used to be the case for like all of the champion dances and then they started stop doing that. But are they bringing it are they bringing it back? Maybe they've been doing that recently.
2: Oh yeah, they're bringing it back, baby. <laughs> Dope. I love it. Now I know you can't see the dance over the podcast, but just imagine Gwen dancing, and it's <laughs> it's to
1: this. <laughs> I always imagine Gwen dancing.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: And last fact in her mark.
0: What the hell was? <laughs> I always imagine Gwen dancing. Uh, <laughs> it like take a second for that to sink in. Sorry, John. Go ahead with your 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 last fun fact. Last
2: fun fact. In her base official splash art. You can see Sown Chaos Amumu and Blitzcrank in the background, which were the two Sewn Chaos skins that were on PBE but never actually ended up getting oh, released. Oh
0: shit. Oh that's neat. Sorry.
2: So that's all the notes I have for Gwen. Um I am curious if We're going to get a post-ruination short story, kind of like we got Mm. um, in the Bilgewater event, how we got like that slew of short stories that took place after the event. Um, I'm curious if we're going to get some of those for Gwen. I really hope so. It would make sense. (laughs) Um,
0: Well, let's see. If that happens, maybe we will do a ruination episode because as of right now, i'm sure we could bitch for about an hour about the ruination event i'd have to go and actually read it all because i've started skipping them because i just want the icons <laughs> i don't care about the story anymore <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll
1: be, i think if they have a really impactful like denouement you know at the end of it all then mm-hmm. that might be a good reason but uh that's very up in the air i I hope they do. They seem like there it seems like they're getting a lot of feedback about it. And <laughs> my hope is that it pushes them to at least try and take a, a more uh a better narrative thrust, I don't know, with how they do the lore going yeah. forward here. Yeah,
2: and I will say cuz I mean, I know you have you have strong thoughts about the the Ruination event as a whole. I think the the in-client lore you know as a result of playing the game that's the thing i have the most problem with like the rest of the parts of the event like i've been digging like the cinematics fucking cool as hell Mm -hmm. Uh, you know there's a lot of potential here outside of the client stuff
1: (laughs) yeah well you know like i said it seems like you know riot is in some ways i don't want like blanket statement but i think they're pretty good about you know when people don't like a thing they're at least aware of it and They're definitely
0: made aware of
3: it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So
1: all we can hope for is, like I said, that they they, they they pivot and course correct. Yeah. We'll see.
0: All right. Any final thoughts on Gwen?
1: No. I'm sorry no. that the first 2021 champion ended up being not so great. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Do my fault, but care. still. <laughs>
0: Okay, but that is it for Gwen. Thank you for listening. We have a Twitter. We're at Loreheads. And we also post these on YouTube if you ever want to chat with us there. John and I do another podcast where we watch the highest rated movie and the lowest rated movie and franchise and chat about them. This time we actually did um, just all of the DCOMs. We looked up the highest and lowest rated Disney Channel original movie and did that, and that was a lot of fun.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, and be sure to join us next week as we talk about The Shadow of War Hecrow